Right now, I'm still following a ruined destiny. But I am going to overwrite that. This world is still following the destiny of destruction. Even if we overwrite the memories of the Keyblade War, that won't change. I'm going to become the virus that overrides that reality! Gotta memorize the Kingdom Hearts recap podcast that is trying to make sense of this mess before Dark Road comes out. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Wheels. How are you, Wheels? Good. Have we talked about our battle over the the tenses in our notes of whose turn it is to do the intro? Have we? Uh, no, I don't think so. So I don't. I, if it has, I've, I've I've forgotten it because we've been doing this show for how many years but you would think that we would just know like oh yeah you did it last week so it's my turn to do the intro but there's no way in hell that either of us like remembers a detail without writing it down so every time we write down who did the the person who did the intro for that week writes down in our discord channel that they did the intro we 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 have a channel just for this service yeah and we've had it running since the, the start of the show. Forever, yeah. I contend that the way it should be done is for me to type, for instance, actually, in, you did the intro. So I would argue that, bef- that to mark that you did the intro today, you should write, I did the intro today. However, the way, the way that you write it is, it is my turn to do the intro. And I find that troubling because then the next week rolls around i open up discord the first thing i see is joe saying it's my turn to do the intro no the fuck it's not it's mine now okay but discord does have timestamps. you can look at that and say oh that was uh what's today so what the, the, the is, 16th it's actually good. when we're it's actually when good we're trying to record on the 21st more. It's actually good that you write more because then you then the person reading it has to then go and read even more and look into the timestamp instead of just saying I did the intro today. I just don't think it's that big of a leap. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing today, Joe? Uh we're doing the next five quests of Unchained. Uh I'm glad you you filled in that great uh couple minutes. And we're of, gonna need it because this time. is gonna be a real short app. Yeah, there's not much, um, but we have a little bit of Candy Kingdom and a little bit of Murder was written, and that's Do you mean Murder it. She Wrote? I did, yeah. I said oh, it differently. Oh, but like a prophecies joke? Sure. Nice. Yeah, that's it, though. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be much, much uh, time to do. It's funny, you were talking about the intro, and there's been a lot of speculation on what our intro is going to be for, for Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I think it's going to be a lot more straightforward than anyone is expecting. Oh, yeah. It's got, it's, it, there's, an, there's, you have to. Yeah. We, I, I think, I don't remember if it was I who pitched it to you, but I, I, I know that we decided what it had to be pretty much immediately. Yes. Anyways, Union Cross, The Return, 
perpetual shout out to Everglow for translating this shit. Well, for posting the videos and having someone translate it for him. But we're back in Union Cross, and we start with King Candy floating into. Ooh, autocorrected some interesting things because I r- typed this up on my iPad. Not through <laughs> Data's cape, <laughs> the, d- the Datascape. That uh, King been, Candy is like. That would have been really funny for Maleficent to say and recoded. Data's cape. <laughs> Ugh, but. I mean, uh, doesn't she say something like that? So, yeah, there's something about the way she says it that makes it clear she does not understand what Data is. But I don't remember the exact specifics now anyways yeah he's in some weird matrix code no that's that's actually not what it looks like but it's like some weird collection of data you know how the internet is a series of tubes the thing is i probably flying around the tubes yeah i feel like it would make perfect sense if i just watched these fucking movies but i don't care anyways he goes in there and there's this big block that just says heartless which is great (laughs) that's all you get yeah, and he's plugging it in, and the camera zooms out to reveal that there's one not plugged in that says Vanellope Von... Vanellope Von Schweetz. Yeah, I was trying to think of Sarah Silverman's last name. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that happens. It doesn't matter. Uh, and then the player character meets up with Vanellope, who's like trying to fix her cart for the big race. Ralph is just kind of watching them from the distance behind some phallic candy towers and <laughs> then so the the static glitch monsters which we have been calling block noises we don't know if that's the correct name necessarily i think after we brought this up the last time multiple people in the discord confirmed that yes in japan they call static block noise okay so i it's easy though i think to to jump the gun and be like oh noise though but I don't think that but I don't think it has anything to do with. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I think I think similarly, I don't know if it was intended to be the red herring the way that it was in translation. But I, when Maleficent refers to the arc as a box, I think that was maybe some mm. some eagerness in the translation as well, mm-hmm. uh, especially considering what we're going to see this time. But uh, those things show up. The player character is going to fight him. Ralph runs in to help. Uh, and after they when we see that Vanellope's cart was destroyed in the battle, and the ending of this conversation is Ralph reluctantly agreeing to help her win the race, Uh, and when she does, she will give him his medal back, and the player character is just happy to fucking be there. Yep. Uh, That's the end of Candy Kingdom nonsense. Let's go into... Whatever the fuck this is. Ephemer and Brain the are cliff standing of dramatic on, conversations. They're standing on that grassy cliff we that overlooks Daybreak Town we've seen so many times. Brain's Chirithy walks on into frame and says, I just flew in from Daybreak Town and boy, my arms are tired. No, he <laughs> says, Boy, I'm tired. Boy, my fedora is, is tired. I love Brain's Cheerithy. It wears a little fedora. I wish every Cheerithy was as fucking personalized. Stylized, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, like... Why do Ventus and Sora's Cheerithys look the same? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just because they're all Sora. <laughs> the real question is, when is Build-A-Bear going to get a Cheerithy? That's what I need. And I need... What? 
Oh, you mean the actual story? I was like, there's no character in this franchise called Build-A-Bear. Maybe there should be. I was like, be. give Build-A-Bear a cheer at the maybe, maybe there will be in the future. But no, I mean... The, uh, I, I would build a cheer at the, That's true. That yeah. might be the thing that breaks me. I When I was a child, I went to Build-A-Bear once. For some, it was It was such a valuable experience, or so I thought before I did it, and then I just had another fucking stuffed animal. But this time it had a basketball jersey on. And... Now they've really cashed in on like having pop culture characters. They have Pokemon, I think. They have some other shit. When it, so so my little my my wife has a My Little Pony one. Yes, and I think I think one Neopets. My DMs are open. Uh, please write me a check. But I think the two things that they need to truly dominate the stuffed animal game is to have a cheerthy. Also, Neopets hire me on as a lore writer. That's also a good idea. But I thought, that's what I was going to say, actually, is they also need Neopets. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think Neopets and then I think Dream Eaters are good. There's just a lot of cute things out there that I can't own, and I'd like to. And mm-hmm. I think now that this Cheerthy has a cute little hat, and it's clear that we can, we can uh, dress him up. Play Cheerthy like dress-up. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think that's what Dark Road needs to be. It's a Cheerthy dress-up game, and Build-A-Bear needs to fucking cash in on it. <laughs> Anyways. I think you're right. We Brain Cheerthy says, "Boy, I'm tired." And uh, Brain says, "Thanks." Uh, Brain Cheerthy brought Ventus and Scold up to the cliff, um, and Ventus says, "Brain, Ephemer, you were together this whole time. What's going on?" Ephemer says, "Both of them. Two of them. Two of <laughs> two two. Uh, Brain Cheerthy says, I couldn't avoid it." Ventus says, hey, did you guys see the snow falling earlier? And then no one addresses it for the rest of the conversation. Nope. Uh, I keep wanting to say, Sora, this is Scold, says, I heard you have something to tell us, but why here? Brain says, well, all right then. I want to ask you something. Who made you a union leader? Scold says, Master Ava. Ventus, yeah, she did. And Ephemer says, no, that can't be. Ventus and Scold at the same time say, huh? Huh? What? Brain says, where did you talk with her? Scold says, it was here. And Ventus says, for me, it was close to the tower. Brain says, I see. Scold says, what's going on? Is this an interrogation or something? Ephemer says, there's a reason for this, Scold. Ventus says, do you not believe us? Brain says, Master Ava gave me something. Only me. He pulls out the big book, the the good book, as we say, and Scold says, is that the book of prophecies? And he says, no, it's the Bible. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard the good news? <laughs> he says, yeah, but that's not the problem. There's a memo in here from Master Ava. Ava? Did we decide it was Ava? I think Ava is what is said at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. There's a memo in here from Master Ava, which has the names of the, of the five union leaders as well as a circle around the name of the leader who was originally supposed to receive the book. Skull says originally, so your name wasn't the one that was circled? Yep, that's what I saw when the book was given to me. Master Ava wanted to change the future written in the Book of Prophecies, so she passed the book on to me, instead of the original leader. But there's one more thing. That union leader's name... Albert Einstein. (laughs) (laughs) That union leader's name, out of the five people, one of them was Trelitzia. Lorium's sister, who is not here. So the phrasing of this, it might be the translation, 
but it seems I don't know if it's trying to say that her name was circled or if he just changes the subject because he's like there's one more thing that union leader's name and then out of the five people one of them was Strelitzia I would I would guess from this translation that the implication is that she was the one who was supposed to receive the book of prophecies but it's yeah it seems to be like there's just enough gray space where I don't know but that's plus it, it would Kingdom make Hearts. sense then that would make sense as to why whoever killed her did that because they, they thought the book. she would have the book pro- book of prophecies yeah that makes sense and then yeah so i don't know we'll figure it out after that scold says huh so does that mean master do you Appa? figure it's do you figure it's xehanort that killed her somehow and then That'd gives be so the, boring gives <laughs> gives the journal that she had like the leader's journal gives that to ventus his apprentice I mean, it being Xehanort at this point would be boring and predictable, mm-hmm. but also he trains Ventus later, so maybe. Uh, yeah, You, as you mentioned, Skuld says, huh, so does that mean Master Ava replaced her as well? Brain says, I don't think so. Strelitzia, as you know, is missing. Something probably happened to her. If this was Master Ava's attempt to replace a union leader, then there was no point to her giving me this memo. And even if she had something to do with Strelitzia's disappearance, I doubt she directly participated. I don't think Master Ava would do anything like that. Skuld says, what if she knew something had happened to Strelitzia, so that's why she passed it on to the other leaders? Strelitzia was last seen when Master Ava told us about the Keyblade War, before the bell rang. Strelitzia hesitated even joining the Dandelions, but she got heated up trying to get Everglow to join, which is just the, the main character's name, just so we're all clear. I think she was chosen by Master Ava around that point, so she had already heard about the Keyblade War. In that short amount of time, if Master Ava had known about the role switching, she would have told someone the truth. At the very least, she would have told me, the one she gave the Book of Prophecies. Yeah, to be clear, I normally try to write down player character name during that spot, but I wasn't thinking and just wrote down the current player character's name, which was Everglow. Yeah. There's no canon name to the player so far as we know. It's Luxord. Uh, it's Luxord. <laughs> Skald says, that's true. Is Lorium's name in there? Also, now that we think Luxord is from uh, fucking Noctis Town, uh, yeah. Somnus, that's it. Um, what if what if the player character is Divix? Just a weird, aloof person who does whatever other people tell him to do. It's always been Demix time. <laughs> it's always been Demix time. Uh, it's just when we have characters who don't have backstories, we start trying to plug their fingers and mm-hmm. holes. So Ephemer says, yeah, Lorium's also really worked up about Strelitzia. So after we know the truth, we plan to talk to him. Brain says, going back to your question earlier, you've already helped me to determine if the replacement has any self-awareness or not. I, I think that it's probably a difficult thing to translate, but I think what's be, what he's saying is like, in having this conversation, I was trying to gauge your response and see if you were surprised if you were genuinely surprised by this and it didn't seem like either of you were uh so he goes on to say so even if we know the truth that doesn't change our relationship i already talked to ephemer to determine that and ephemer says i don't think they know so i thought in order to understand this mystery we'll keep working together as friends brain says ventus your name wasn't on the list what can't believe it he's I can't wait to know what the fuck Ventus's deal is. This is just lost. I'm fucking... This is just lost season six. Now, for all of us here who maybe haven't seen it in a couple mm-hmm. of years, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> There's an important list 
and it's like they're like reveals of like your name wasn't on the list. Sure. We cut to Maleficent <laughs> and she's in a tower. Where do you think this is? This Joe? is uh, we've seen this before. It's in the foretellers tower like okay. somewhere and there's a lot of gears and shit. It's weird what she finds in it, but I guess that was just there the whole time and we didn't know. But we'll- Yeah, but that also maybe yeah, it seems it seems like it was just in the foretellers tower this whole time. Uh and it just might be weird maybe Daybreak Town doesn't go the way that we thought it did from the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3. Or maybe there are multiple of the things that we're about to see. We'll get that there. That might be um, more likely than anything. Or the thing itself moved and the place isn't the same. True. Maleficent says, This place doesn't have much protection, does it? The darkness is still there and says, Because originally it was completely forbidden to enter. This goes for the Ark as well, but you seem to be awfully well-versed about it. Where exactly did you get this knowledge from? From a very, very old friend. Well then, why won't this very, very old friend of yours return me to my time? So that you'll become a symbol, Master Wayne. More than a man. <laughs> uh, he does say for some, or the darkness does say for some reason, so that you'll become a symbol. A symbol? I explained it earlier, didn't I? In order to travel through time, you need something to replace your physical form in the future and people who remember you. Originally, the people living here didn't have that in the future. So if you return to the future, you will become a symbol to these people. The fuck does that mean? (laughs) To these people? Uh, I think I know. Lay it on me, because I think it's just the syntax where I I get lost in it. Because I understood it when he said it last time. So, I think what's being said here is that to travel in time, you need... A, a vessel, a body to go into. Check. A vessel. B, people at the target time that remember you. Check. In the future that Maleficent is going to, no one remembers these events of Unchained. Okay. People remember Maleficent, though, because she traveled here from the future. So she can travel because there are people that remember her. So she can go forward in time because there are people who remember her. Once she goes forward in time, anyone that she has met in this past now has a target that they can travel towards. Oh, to. okay. Yeah. Interesting. So that makes me think that she can't be going forward to Kingdom Hearts 2 time because... Why not? Be, well, if, assuming if everyone else here goes forward in time and they have to go to the point where Maleficent was, that would... Have to be they don't have to go to the same. They don't have to go to that same point. They just have so Maleficent's going to go okay. forward in time, presumably sure. to Kingdom Hearts two, where the fairy godmothers all remember her at the same time. Then now, characters from this unchained past can now travel to the future to any point where this Maleficent ends up going because she and will have the memory everywhere. of these. Pe- she will have the memory of these people from this point on, in her timeline on. So the the Daybreak Town people can all travel, theoretically can now travel to anywhere that this, anywhere in, how do I put this? They can travel anywhere in this Maleficent's perspective's future. But wouldn't that still be after Kingdom Hearts 2? It would be, yeah. Okay. 
So, uh, oh, that's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. My, my question, like, my, my thing is that, like... Oh, how does Ventus get to birth by sleep? Yeah, then? and presumably that would, like... Because in Kingdom Hearts 2, Lorium and uh, Elrina's nobodies are, are older right. than they look now. Um, which maybe maybe she makes multiple jumps. Maybe she goes somewhere first. Yeah, and, then and there's no confirmation ahead. Actually, that this is how they jump to that. Take your horses and hold them. If them. you recall the events of Birth by Sleep, she says that someone named Xehanort told her about. Something. Shit. <laughs> So I was thinking about that, but I think it's just like so Princesses of Heart or some shit. Right. So maybe the birth by sleep Maleficent. So maybe maybe the Maleficent timeline is. I hate Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 1. No, that doesn't make sense because you're right. Because fuck. the thing is, before it seemed like maybe her heart got unstuck in time because of Kingdom Hearts 1 being stabbed by Riku. And maybe she probably and maybe she came back in two and we see her reform because that mm-hmm. would be neat. Um, that's that's my main motivation of believing that is it would be neat. Anyways, I the thing with that is if there's no confirmation that this is how our Daybreak Town friends end up in the other world that we know. I don't know how to describe it because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, so I don't know if it's like a time jump or a reality jump or dimension jump or what. All I know is that Lord different version number. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that Larkseen and Lorium are the same dude. Yeah. And no, uh, presumably Ventus and is the same, are the same dude. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, the thing is, I think Unchained is specifically hinting at certain things to make my brain do this. But, uh, I, I wonder now if maybe if that is. If the arc is how these kids get out of Dodge, maybe that isn't where Maleficent goes, or maybe it's just not how they, they get out of Dodge, uh, because, I don't know, we'll figure it out eventually. It hasn't, or maybe Ventus hasn't in partic- given us- Maybe Ventus in particular, uh, no, I guess that doesn't make sense either. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know, who who knows who the weird tortured girl is in Diz's castle also. Maybe it's the- girl from Verum Rex, we do not know. But I I don't think I, I the thing is I think Kingdom Hearts hasn't given us enough information to know. I think that's like just the the fun of the ride. Yeah, I think we have I would say we probably have like seventy percent of the puzzle pieces. Yeah, and, and I, we I, can figure some of them fit together, but we can't know for sure. Yeah, but then there's a lot of things like after we finish this scene that like maybe there were things that seem meaningless in previous games that are now being recontextualized so yeah uh anyways where were we in the scene the symbol the symbol master weight yeah so yeah the the thing yeah the the people living here didn't have that in the future presumably specifically meaning people who remember them right so if she returns she will be a symbol for those people i hope that has like some weird reveal that like actually something that we've talked about for years is just Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what, but I'm excited to to see if it happens. Anyways, yeah, Maleficent for these people. And the darkness says, at any rate, you can only return to your own time. Anything else doesn't matter, does it? Maleficent says, <laughs> fine then. And then says, it's here. And there's like a big door thing. How do I get in? <laughs> <laughs> and what I, I think is like so bizarre is that the darkness opens a portal 
into that room. But why Let did me you tell you? I can I can fucking tell you why that's how it happened. Why'd you bring her down here to see the door? I can fucking tell you. It's because they already had an animation of a giant portal opening. They didn't have an animation of that door opening. You're right. <laughs> that's probably the thing is like Nomura can't just have, oh yeah, this was easier. It's always like, well, let me think about what that means for the plot and what I'm setting up. Plus, so like maybe plus, we'll like, see he that pulls door this shit somewhere. All the time. Right. Like he pulls this shit all the time where he's like, oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts is light. In the first game, they open up the they open up the the door to Kingdom Hearts. Sure. It's not that. And then behind it is Kingdom Hearts. It's not that. It's a Kingdom Hearts is behind the door, which is actually the door to darkness, because that's actually the realm of it's like he's he like there's something with him and placing doors and like making you think one door is another, but it's not. And like I wouldn't be astonished if this actually weren't them going through that door yeah i I, it very easily could be just going anywhere but we're about to see on the other side of it another character show up which allows further speculation i guess but yeah i guess you're right i guess nomura is just continually doing that one bit from ghost protocol where simon Pegg changes the room numbers to trick people into what floor (laughs) they're on He's been doing it for 13 years. <laughs> that is exactly years. what it is, yeah. Uh, anyways, so on the other side of the portal. Oh, I can't wait till Kingdom Hearts picks up on the machine that 3D prints perfect masks. God, I I mean, someone looked like Ave Ava when Ventus got picked, so fucking who knows? Anyways, uh, do you want to continue being Maleficent for the rest of this? Yeah, sure. Maleficent says... I see inside is all. Oh, wait. No, <laughs> no yeah. No. Sorry. I... Please read this in her voice. <laughs> so uh, there was an error when I copy pasted this from my iPad into Google Docs that made it so that the line breaks didn't work. So I didn't real. So I thought I, f- I found all of them, but I didn't. So this this goes from her saying I see into uh your notes. Basically me writing stage direction. So what I was about to do is have Maleficent say. I see inside is all the weird pods from Hollow Bastion in KH1 and the big orb that Sora goes into. <laughs> You're not wrong, though. She doesn't say that, but. Uh, yes, yeah, she, she just says, I see. And yeah, there's all like, how would you how would you describe it, Joe? Like, what? how would you to remind people of what this is? Uh, I mean, the. Uh... People might already know because it's been circulating around Twitter and such. But uh, there's a weird machine in Hollow Bastion in Kingdom Hearts 1 that didn't matter, I don't think. It just was kind of there. And yeah, there's like... It's like around where you fight Riku. Yeah, there's some and there's some pods in it. I think someone said that there's more here than there are in Kingdom Hearts 1, which makes sense if they're reusing it this way. Um, I'm going to look up... Because there's some text in Kingdom Hearts 1 when you interact with it. Uh, and I'm just curious what that is now. Isn't there also a boss you fight in that orb? I don't remember the orb at all. The behemoth is one of the three powerful heartless released by the final keyhole. Uh-huh. The other two leave to attack Neverland and Agrabah while behemoth remains and guards the keyhole. Other behemoths are also found in the Hades Cup in the end of the world. The final keyhole being uh, the one in Hollow Bastion. Oh, in, wait, hold on. This isn't in Hollow Bastion. This is, oh. this is in the end of the world. Oh. 
So when you're going through, uh, shout out to maybe the best, uh, probably not a joke, YouTube username, Frustrated Jacob. Because <laughs> I, just, I just pulled up uh, a, uh, a YouTube uh, Let's Play video. But yeah, after doing a bunch of fights <laughs> through the end of the world. Russell James. Yeah, so it's at the end of the world. Uh, this, this is titled World Terminus, so that might be what this section is. But yeah, this machine is at the end of uh, some long hallway, so maybe it's the Hollow Bastion version of that. But yeah, there's some weird shit in this room. There's noticeably less pods in... Is there an orb? There is an orb above it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for... He's running around the room. I just want him to interact so with the this So the boss machine. I was thinking of, you don't fight in that thing. You just fight in the keyhole in... I, th I think so, yeah. I know the behemoth fight there. I was thinking maybe there was a secret boss that was harder. Come on, Jacob, please interact with the machine. I, I want to see what it... Okay, it says... Jacob's making you get frustrated. <laughs> I'm making a show here, buddy. Uh, so when you interact with the text or the, the machine, the text box says, One's born of the heart in darkness, devoid of hearts, ravage all worlds, and bring desolation. Seize all hearts and consummate the great heart. All hearts to be one, one heart to encompass all. Kingdom Hearts 1 was so on its bullshit uh -huh. in a way that it did not understand. Well, also, too, thinking about, like, where this comes in the story, like, I'm completely checked out <laughs> of what any of these <laughs> words mean. Um, th there's a third text box that says, Realize the destiny, the realm of Kingdom Hearts, the great darkness sealed within the great heart, progeny of darkness, Come back to the eternal darkness, for the heart of light shall unseal the path. I should have I been doing Billy Zane voice. I think most of this is just talking about the events of Kingdom Hearts 1, wherein Ansem is having yeah. heartless gobble-up world hearts to form a wannabe Kingdom Heart uh -huh. out of world hearts that I, they gobble. Yeah, it almost seems like is, is Nomura secretly trying to be like, all of this was building up to that one thing that I've been avoiding for ten years. Um, <laughs> there's another text box that says seven hearts, one keyhole, one key to the door, the door of darkness tied by two keys, the door of darkness to seal the light. None shall pass, but shadows returning to the darkness. One's born of the heart and darkness hunger for every heart until the door, the dark door opens. And then that's it. Yeah. It still seems to pretty much all describe events of kingdom hearts. One. Yeah. And then after that, um, a heartless showed up and he beat it. Um, oh, there's two of them. You you can do it, Jacob. Don't get frustrated. I'm just <laughs> waiting to see if anything. Uh, so all the text box is the same after that. He goes through it again slowly to make sure. And yeah, I don't think you do anything else in this room. Like, I think it's just there. Yeah, he leaves the room and goes into a different portal to continue the game. That is entirely unnecessary in the game. And here we are. <laughs> Uh, calling back to it in Unchained. Anyways, there's our deep dive on the Ark of the Covenant. Let's finish this cutscene. To which, after Maleficent says this thing, the darkness says, yes, if you want to hurry back, get inside. Maleficent says, no, I am not in any hurry yet. The darkness says, it's better not to needlessly pry and just go home. Look here. And she's about to continue, and then Lorium cuts her off. Lorium shows up and says, What are you doing here? You're up to no good? How about I stop you here and now? And he pulls out his keyblade. 
pulls out a gun. He pulls out a gun. He reveals his keyblade, I think, for the first time. I'm pretty sure it's for the first time. It is the Divine Rose, I think is the name of it. Um, but it is a keyblade that you can get in Kingdom Hearts 1 Final Mix from Bell after something in Hollow Bastion. I'm assuming saving the world. But uh it is one we've seen before. Um it's interesting that I think a lot of people connected the Hollow Bastion dots when we saw that and the arc, but now that I've done the research to be like, oh wait, it's not in the Hollow Bastion, it just fucking looks like it. You actually see it in the world terminus. Is interesting. So there's that. Um that's all folks. I don't know when we'll have more Kingdom Hearts to do, but next week we're doing Final Fantasy X, so Yay! Uh get ready for some Blitzball, get ready for some Aeons, some Machina, what's happening, man. Ugh. Gee, this is such a fucking asshole, I can't wait. Do you remember how much of a fucking ass he is at the beginning of that game? Yeah, I've played it recently. It's weird viewing his assholeness through the obvious lens of traumatized boy, uh, but he mm -hmm. is an asshole. Mm -hmm. Interesting game we got there. Uh, but we'll save all all of our uh, our hot, spicy, I think two, 20 years late takes for Final Fantasy X. <laughs> God, that's that's fucked that it's nearing 20 years that game's been out. I think so. Um, I don't know the exact release date. but It's like it's, 2001 or something, right? I think so. I don't know. Let me I'm Google it right now. Final Fantasy. Uh, uh. 2001. Boom. Sniped it. This game can vote. Uh, yeah, July 2001. Uh, a different world. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save all of our great takes on Titus and Yuna and the rest of the gang uh, next. It'll take a bit before we get to Yuna, actually. Actually, yeah, I have. The thing is, with Kingdom Hearts, it's been so clear of like, all right, we do a world. We cut it up into one or two episodes. It gets a little fuzzy in the end of the game, but whatever. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, Tuiwi, we had the we had days. Uh -huh. it, we just go until we. I think it's just part one, part two, part three. Like honestly, yeah, I might start. We might actually need to start naming episodes. Yeah, yeah. Three years late, we completely change our our episode titling system. But I look forward to telling you our story. This may be our last chance. Maybe our last chance. Yeah, and uh, I think we're gonna try and not spoil a lot of things. Like we've already said a big thing in our last theory episode, but. It's, but we told you we were going to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, and it's also not that big a deal. I, I just think there's certain details that, like, you know... Oh, yeah. We won't bring up... If you don't know the story, it's a good... It's a good... It's a good one. Yeah, but anyways, we'll be back Tuesday with that. I'll spoil one thing. There's some good fucking butt rock in this game. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> our our opening theme won't be butt rock. It will be more in line with, uh, with this show. It, it is, of course, courtesy of Game Chops. There is some good butt rock. I probably will play Otherworld at one point just so people who aren't playing the game get to experience it. Yeah. It's a fucking song. On that note, where are you on the internet, Wheels? Twitter.com slash Singular Wheels and a podcast called Very Random Encounters where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other weirder stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. Great! You can find myself on social media at Ghost of Joe spelled Ghost of J-O. And I make a couple other podcasts, such as They Them There is a monthly non-binary discussion podcast. 
You can find that on the same network as this one at theorangegroves.com. Always something new going up there. Various days of the week. Uh, the second episode of Champs in the Making just went up this month. Uh, I think that's the first one with Cat on it. So that's a fun time. Uh, I can't wait for the Halloween episode to come out in like fucking April or some shit. And uh, also you can support this podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash memorizedcast because uh, we're about to record some more of Wheels explaining Elder Scrolls shit to me for that. Um, and after we start Final Fantasy X, we're going to slightly change up the pricing tiers of, uh, of, of where bonus episodes are and where early episodes are. And uh, I think we are going to put a little bit more energy into these these uh, episodes as we trade off explaining Jojo and explaining uh, the Elder Scrolls because they're a little bit more like the core show that people like them. And yeah, so you can go over there and do that. Um, we'll probably explain it more next week when we've done it. Yeah, well, I think I think it'll be March when it actually does it. But anyways, uh, that's patreon.com slash memorizedcast. It's also our Twitter uh, for the show is memorizedcast uh, where you can get some good fan art and shit posts retweeted. Our theme music is a remix of Dearly Beloved by Leg Day, courtesy of Game Chops. Join our Discord server. The link to that is in the show notes and in our tweet on Twitter. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. That was some more Unchained. Got it. Memorized. How are we going to change the outro for Final Fantasy? I don't know.